Hey everyone, quick shout out. We'll get right to the episode after this. Just got to thank and highlight our go-to fundraising company in what we know as the raising capital of the world, uh, Razels. If you want to purchase some and rock your taste buds, go to shop.razels.com. One, they ship for free. That's huge. We're living in the Amazon Prime world and that's all we expect from a company. Two, we have a discount code. Sours143, enter that in, you're going to get 10% off. Real life, that's how it is. And you want to be uncommon in a common world? These fruit snacks have fruit. Razels. I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Broseph Gwibbles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. We are live. Welcome back to the I Love You Man podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And if you want to, uh, press that subscribe button and also leave a five-star review. That'd be amazing. Um, and then also go check out our Instagram at IOY Man Podcast. And our website is IOYManPodcast.com. This is Preston and across from me is Ramon. I always feel like that sounds like in the medicine commercials where they, they put all the disclaimers at the end. Some yeah. side effects. And then death. Yep. <laughs> so uh, you got that down. That's good. If you start throwing up for <laughs> more than six hours, go see a doctor. <laughs> Specific. Uh, but a little new segment to our show, if you guys haven't seen yet on our Instagram or anywhere else, um, we now have a Patreon, which if you don't know what Patreon is, go to patreon.com, um, read all about it. But pretty much we're supported by our listeners, you guys listening right now. Um, and we just launched that. We have some new Patreons or patrons to be technically correct that we'd like to give a shout out to so just a big shout out to mike oz uh sierra de la pena a friend of the show but also a friend of me okay. i see you that one's and personal. i know you had everything to do with that not matt so okay <laughs> little tidbit there yeah. <laughs> and then um, also jason doggett thank you jason so much for supporting the show um and if you guys want to you can go to our patreon page at patreon.com slash ioi man podcast see how it's all ioi man podcast it looks like it was planned or something you know <laughs> it's true weird right um ramon i don't think you have the question today but i think our guest does yeah. without our, further ado yeah. our guest is i think we're gonna go with all three names alex dion wilson yes how you doing sir i'm doing good the crowd's going nuts here. right now we had to mute it because otherwise they couldn't hear you <laughs> Do you yeah, prefer the Dion to be in there, or do you just want uh, Alex Wilson? Because of my Instagram, people just refer to me as that. Okay. So I'm fine with it. It's my dad's middle name. Got it. We share it. I like that. Yeah. Carry it with you. Yeah. So we're turning the tables a little bit today. Um, we already knew. We got the vibe as soon as he walked in the door. He's a creative guy. So why <laughs> not let him come up with the question of the episode and kind of catch us off guard? So I'm ready. Let's hear it. Okay, so this is a go-to question I use to get to know people because I feel like you can tell a lot about a person. What's your favorite cereal? Oh, yes. I've never asked that before. <laughs> I have a go-to, but I don't know if it's my actual favorite. Like, do you know how you were asked what your favorite color was as yeah. a kid, and you always said your go-to, but then you actually thought about it? I'm like, is that my favorite color? Like really magenta. Like change it, yeah. And I have to do that with cereal all the time. Well, first one yeah. that comes to mind. I think I have a couple. Um. Mine's going to have to be uh, Cocoa Pebbles. That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there like two versions? Well, there's Fruity Pebbles as well. Okay. Yeah. It's a Flintstone cereal. Yeah. How about that milk after? Oh, 
legendary. Dude, I can't do pebbles. What? They get soggy like so that's fast. That's why you have to eat instantly. You got to really plan spoon. it well. Yeah, <laughs> right. You get massive intake. <laughs> I do eat super fast, so that's probably why I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I eat cereal fast too. I just eat anything fast. What I've choked you? a couple times. Um, <laughs> it's bad. But anyway, um, Captain Crunch. I, don't, I know it wrecks the roof of your mouth, it does. but it's an experience and it lasts longer than See, that. See, that's a good one. That's one if I actually thought of it, that might be my favorite series. They're right like now, the least soggiest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. But then there's also like the subcategories because you could do just the plain Captain Crunch. You could do the mixed berries one or you could do the peanut butter one. Oh, yeah. Which one is your oh. favorite though? Like if you had to pick one Captain Crunch. I'm going to go with the berries. Berries. Yeah. yeah. The, so it's the yellow <laughs> and berries. Wait, do you have to yeah. silently clap or <laughs> silently no, high five? No. People need to know. So like the uh, yellow with the berries because now they yeah, have yeah. The all berries where it's just well they used to do too, like the commercials say oops all berries and they then still that make was them just because they, yeah. you ate all the Captain Crunch parts and yeah. so I thought I was in a commercial as a kid yeah because I eat all the other ones besides the berries and I'd be like oops all berries <laughs> oops but there was no camera there no audience so it was really just me talking yeah. about cereal but I think they owe you some royalties I think because so you were the first oopser on the berries oh there's no way anyone else <laughs> did it besides me I'll send a strongly uh, worded email I did the same thing with my favorite cereal. Lucky Charms. Uh, I eat all the cereal oh, yeah. part first. No, definitely. The marshmallows you eat lots. all the human dog food. It does look like perspective. It would be funny if he goes, "Oh, it color. does taste like dog food," and then we're <laughs> like, looks uh, like it. "What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the like. No, no, it's true. I never thought of that. Food. That's so true. Dang it! Wow. Yeah. We look it up, and they're owned by the same companies. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> um, so. Alex here. I mean, I'm trying to describe. We're going to, you call yourself, it's a self-described term. Um, I've never heard it before. The social media preacher. Would you say that anyone else has had that title before you? Probably not, but that title was given to me. Oh, I kinda, okay. I kind of just go with it. There's a company in uh, Canada called Pro Church Tools. Shout out to you guys. They um, did a YouTube video about me like a couple months ago, and uh, they called me the social media preacher. So, People refer to me as that, but I don't like to be put in a box. Yeah. Okay. So what I feel you, like it limits you. When you first started doing it, did you have a name at all for what you would yeah. call yourself? What was they it? were called 10 Second Sermons. Oh, And that was when right. you could only post 15 seconds on oh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So what would you do with the extra five seconds? <laughs> Intro, outro. Oh, okay, got Something it. like that, yeah. That's some science right there. That's yeah. mathematics. Dude, I'd, I had to write it out. It was filming 100 different times. It was hard. <laughs> What what led you kind of to this? I mean, I want to say life, but also it's potentially it's turning into your career at this point. Yeah, because you haven't always been able to have the access to the platform of social mm-hmm. media. So mm-hmm. before then, you, you know, you were dabbling within this. And yeah. what made you realize, okay, this is kind of a route that I could use? Yeah, because I also know that you you do this because it's underutilized and totally. society is evolving and no one's adapting in your eyes, and you want to be that person that kind of adapts yeah. and allows this message to be received and not the traditional route. Yeah. I grew up, I grew up around cameras cause I skated my whole life. Mm-hmm. So we're always filming skate videos and stuff. And one of the way me and my dad bonded really well was just through watching movies together. Yeah. And so when I graduated college, um, I started working, I got my degree in psychology and then was working at churches and just realized like, kids are at church like once a week Mm -hmm. and then all my friends don't go to church. And so I was like, I want to like, you know, create some stuff that kind of breaks down barriers between God and culture. 
And so you can only post 15 seconds. And Vine was kind of dying at the time. Yeah. Um, R.I.P., man. R.I.P., man. Best app in the world. (laughs) (laughs) But then I just, uh, I was like, you know what? I listen to this music and I believe, you know, scripture is really inspirational and like has some good stuff for life, some good wisdom. And so I would just make connections between uh, artists that I really liked and then a scriptural, you know, truth. So I would take like a cutout of like Kanye West's head (laughs) or Taylor Swift's head and put it over my face and then I'd move it and then like make a connection between a song and then something in scripture. Well, that was always eye catching, I remember, because that was the earliest videos I remember you making. And I'd be like, wait, is he wearing like, is that blah, blah, blah? Wait, what's he doing in the video? (laughs) And that's kind of like how you catch the eyes. Mm Which I think is your intention, right? Because yep. you do the mindless scrolling as a user, mm-hmm. and then it, it just takes something like that to get you go whoa, like mm-hmm. skirt, yep. and you go back, and then ten seconds goes by yep. like that, and then all of a sudden they just got a message. Yeah, my friends over at Pro Church Tools they call it uh, stopping the scroll. Yeah, and so when we think through any type of post we put on social, we think about how do we stop the scroll. Um, so you guys are really good at stopping the scroll because it's always you guys doing like something funny out in public. So I'm always like, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. But the first three seconds of my video, I focus like really, really, um, I focus a lot on just trying to stop people from scrolling. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely. Well, I think like utilizing in iPhone came out with this, I think within this past year, but they now show you how much you look at your phone and that screen time. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's eye-opening right I don't there. look at that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Hey, when it gives you the update, oh, yeah, you're on your phone 25% more than you were last week. <laughs> yeah. Like, Thanks for the wake-up call. I'd be interested to see, like, your percentage for social media. Mine's on. It's, mine's high. It's, well, it's got it. I mean, it's, it's vital in regards to what you're doing. Yeah. With your approach, um, one thing that really catches at least my eye is your mm. editing. And yeah. your it's the transitions aren't traditional. Like even in I'm gonna bring up your movie because I've seen it. Your favorite movie right now? Which one? I've seen it mocked in regards to video editing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Queen movie. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, yeah, I love yeah. that movie. So it's there's a, a scene movie. in there yeah. where a lot of people that are really into movies were kind of mm-hmm. mocking its editing. The remember when the yeah, it's like the band was on the, the patio and they met. They uh, were meeting their manager for like the first like big wig record yeah. deal, and they cut within like sixty <laughs> seconds. They like cut to each person's face at least ten times, and it was like, and it's it was Wait. funny because so like what like, scene was that when they were it's when the, whenever like you know uh, Freddie comes out in like that lizard looking jacket on the patio, okay, and they're meeting the guy their uh, their new manager. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. You don't really notice it, but the until mo- it's pointed out to you. The movie yeah. won <laughs> like best editing or something like that, and then people like this one best editing. Yeah, so everyone started oh. posting that scene. That's kind of YouTube because the editing was very just like those kind of shots. Dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun. and so they're I, just trying they're to capture a, the feelings. They're called <laughs> jump. They're called jump cuts. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so people were commenting on that a lot. And then so what I noticed with the type of editing you do, which is I think arise mm-hmm. from the Vine age, mm-hmm. um, is being able to you know stop and start the video yep. like that, but at a different spot. But it's like the transition is not conventional and so where do you draw your inspiration from in regards to how you edit these videos and kind of your approach to because you're not just in one setting the same backdrop every time you're out and about yeah i draw a lot of inspiration from music videos okay um because i just grew up in you know rap culture just watching videos and so they always seem exciting and they're always in different places yeah it's never just like one rapper in one place he's always like in three different places that they bounce back and forth from Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, Casey Neistat is kind of like, he's the king of like filming yourself. Like he was the one that kind of started doing that on YouTube. Um, but yeah. And then there's another guy, his name's Jesse Driftwood. He's a, 
big Instagrammer. Um, he's a really good follow, but he does a lot of vertical video. And all the transition he does mm. are all in camera. And so in post, on the editing software, you know, Adobe or whatever people use, you can um, put like little swoosh, like things like that or like jump cuts or like zoom in, zoom out type stuff. Um, but you can also do all those things in camera. And typically when you do them in camera, they seem more authentic and like genuine and yeah. more seamless. And so, I mean, I have my camera here, but basically what you do is you hold the camera and you literally like just like swish it to the side, like turn it really hard to the side. Yeah, they call it like a whip. So yeah, like whip a, transition. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, they're really popular on Instagram and stuff. Um, but typically people don't do them in camera. Um, so music videos and rap culture definitely like. How did you yeah. learn though this this art? YouTube University. Self- <laughs> it's a real school. Yep, it's YouTube gonna, University. I look oh, up man. everything on there, man. That and Google's gonna put all colleges out of business. It, honestly, like For real. All jokes yeah. aside, you can learn so much on there. Dude, Would yeah. you ever consider um, teaching people how to do this? I do. I create a consult. I have like six clients, uh, and we meet like an hour a month. One of my clients is every week. We meet an hour a week, but um, yeah, I teach them stuff like that, and they have. But I get DMs like, dude, my DMs are just yeah out of whack. <laughs> do you have a hard time keeping up with stuff like that? Because Kinda. I know with emails, I have to leave them unread. Otherwise, I'm not going to respond. Or same with text yeah. messages. Yeah. Because as soon as that notification goes away, I'm going to forget. Dude, yeah. Because, it's full, because I'm doing it full time, I have time to reply to everyone. And I do reply to everyone. Unless I get like a really weird vibe. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like if I let you in my DMs, it's not gonna stop. Yeah, that's which has true. happened. It's yeah. happened before. Like people just want to, you know, t- typically people just want to ask a lot, mm. and they want to like take it deeper. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm already giving you like everything I can give by making you know daily content to encourage you and uplift you. I can't really like counsel. These one on one sessions. Yeah, yeah, I can't do one on one, but. Yeah, so I have to be be aware of that. But yeah, I reply to everyone. But I get a lot of people asking, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I'm actually going to the coast this weekend with one of my filmers to uh, film like a master class on like gear and stuff like that. So Well, I know you just launched your Patreon too. Yeah. And that's one of the tiers, isn't it? To where if they yeah. become a certain level that you'll provide this support? Yeah, I, I had to cancel it oh. because it was like filling up <laughs> and it was like taking away from what I actually do, like making oh. videos. So I canceled it. Um, and now it's like my $99 a month tier to get like creative consulting. And that's we'll crazy. FaceTime and I'll tell them like everything, all my secrets. Yeah. Um, because typically, typically people are like, I don't want to do the $99, so they just give up Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. wait for the video. So you make it worth it then. I make it worth it, yeah. 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 At what point did you realize, though, when you were doing this, like, oh, maybe this could be something that I do full-time, or even that realization where you were like, oh, I could charge for this? Yeah, I'm full. I Instagram is my main platform okay. because it has the most promising future, especially with IGTV. Yeah. Um, they're, like, one update away from it, like, blowing up. You posted that yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. If, they, if they make it a search engine, like YouTube is, Instagram TV is going to blow up. <sighs> so, because, like, for example, if I'm on... If I'm on Instagram and I see your guys' podcast and I'm like, man, that's really cool. I love what they do. I want to start a podcast. I have to go over to YouTube and type in how to start a podcast. But I'm already on Instagram. If I was able to do that on IGTV, I'd never have to leave the app. And that's what that's Instagram's main thing is they don't want you to leave the app. I was, so Facebook, they don't own YouTube, right? They own Instagram. 
So I feel like YouTube is like the one last, mm-hmm. it's like the final boss that they have to yeah. take down. <laughs> yeah. And That's once they do though. that, they will literally... The Zuck is well, going to go find, the take, Zuck. Care of, take care of YouTube. Well, Facebook owns, Facebook has a thing called Facebook TV, which okay. is kind of like YouTube. They have their own creators on there. It's kind of funny. Will Smith is a big YouTuber, but his wife is a big Facebook Facebook TV. Is girl. that the platform for her show? Yeah. Okay. The Red okay. Table. I wasn't sure what that was on. Yeah. Red Table Talk. Um, so Instagram, like think of the stuff they have, they have like FaceTiming on there now. They have this the new donation thing. Yeah. So it's like most people, if they want to give to your guys's, uh, Patreon, it would say, you know, hit the link in bio and you can go give there. Now they're making it to where you don't even have to leave the app if you want to give. Yeah. It's just you can shop click. in the app. This is on Facebook. This is all Instagram. Oh yeah. Oh, you can shop yeah. in the app. You yeah. can do like literally Almost everything you want to do with the social media platform, you can do it on Instagram. Because you can technically almost just browse the internet through mm-hmm. Instagram still, because it brings it up. Yep. Um, yeah, you're still in the app. And if they want, yeah. if you're gonna go out, it like ask you, oh, do you want to leave Instagram? Yeah. And you have to press. Like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you're you like, want? I don't know. I want to stay. Um, so with that said, yeah, uh, I'm focusing mainly on Instagram full time, but I also post all my videos on YouTube as well. Okay. And my first time like ever really on YouTube for more than like how to change a flat tire was when I <laughs> uploaded my first vlog, and that's when we were living in Kauai at the time. Um, and we actually started the vlog because the kids in my youth group, I was a junior high pastor out there, and they were like always talking about uh, YouTube, like all the time. I was like, what are you guys talking about? It's all search stuff. Like it's all search videos, like yeah. how to's type stuff. They're like, no, there's like vloggers. There's like Jake Paul and like Logan Paul. I was like, who are these guys? That's and so I remember weird. sitting down on the high school pastor's couch watching my first Logan Paul uh, oh gosh. Vlog. Yeah. And I was hooked. Yeah. Like he's, I yeah. mean, he has, you know, issues like the rest of us, yeah. but I was hooked. <laughs> I was like, I cannot stop watching this. It was just so fun to watch. And so that's when I realized if he can do it full time, I'm pretty sure I could probably do it too. With all of those, um, I mean, they're influencers, content creators, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff I'll watch, I was like, why are these, why do these guys have a following? Totally. Like with you, I understand because there's yeah. a message with it all, but some of them yeah. like, like a Jake Paul. Yeah. I don't get it. And so, yeah. but it's also at the same time. Have you guys ever heard and I of, thought of that too. Yeah, like my brother showed me him and it's like the most ridiculous guy ever, but Supreme Patty. Oh my gosh, dude, Wait, these videos kill think, so me. I think Super, I know like, this guy. raunchy, like. It's just weird. I don't Wait. get it. So he'll do, like the, the first one I ever saw, he'll get like two lemons and just, just squirt them in his oh, eyes. Yeah, I heard and it does guy. not make any sense oh, to yeah, me. I heard so he guy. always wears a Supreme headband. It's the oh, red and I'm sure he's sponsored. stuff all the time. But that's uh, the thing and he's just not your typical like you know like, he's slightly like overweight and like yeah like, yeah 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 he like doesn't look like somebody that would be famous yeah for any sort of platform yeah yet but he does if you go millions of followers and yeah then he even shows videos of him just going to homeless people oh here's a uh, five thousand dollars oh that is amazing content that's like one of the most well-performed type of content on the internet is when people giving away money. Like he does that, that and then he like mind. smokes I, I, weed with them. He's like, all right, let's go do this. And then it's like <laughs> that transition right there. Like we talk about video transitions. There's nothing like I give him food and then do drugs with him. Yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, well, let me, let me, yeah, right. <laughs> but just oh, people like gosh. that, it's like anybody can literally become yeah. an influencer. I, I, yeah. That's a big pet peeve of mine. The videos where people post stuff like, oh, look at this nice thing I'm doing. Like, hey, check this Dude, out. Dude, it's Here's like fast food for this guy. I mean, not to get 
biblical, but Jesus is just like strictly like, don't do that. Yeah, no, no. Like, it's it's. He says, don't show nice, people like. Just do it. Well, dude, God's plan. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna get like. You're fine. Go for it. Drake and God's plan. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, I love yeah. Drake. Huge Drake. In our house, <laughs> our my sons refer to Drake as Uncle Drake. Oh my god. Because we just <laughs> we're huge Drake fans. But I'm like, dude, that's like, funny. You showing people that you're generous isn't generosity. That's exactly. pride. But yeah. what's the problem with that is, especially with someone that has the impact that he does, that type of style is going to be contagious. Yeah. So now people think, oh, you know, Drake got all this publicity and these views and all yeah. that for doing this. I should do that. Yep. And now people are going to do it just because for the completely wrong. Yeah, intentions. for the views. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. Totally, to me. man. I was curious what you thought of that. That's why. I yeah, I didn't to go do a video on that because I never. If you notice, like. In my content, I never bash celebrities because I don't feel like it's fair to them. Like, because they're people too, mm -hmm. and they do stupid stuff because they're lost. Like the rest of us, like we're just looking for meaning and purpose in our lives. But they have nowhere to hide. Yeah, so it's very true. for yeah. me, if I like wild out and like turn up and do something stupid, people are like, "What the heck, Alex? Like, you need to calm down." And I can go run to a church or a best friend or someone that I you know trust. I can talk to. Celebrities can't do that. Yeah. If yeah. they wanted to go to church, like what church are they going to go to? And yeah. if they go, there's going to be cameras in that yeah. church, and then that kind of ruins the whole. Totally. Experience. Even I mean, Hillsong's doing okay. Like they have a lot of celebrities that go there too. But like you can't. You're sitting in church next to a celebrity. You can't help but ask for a selfie. Like there's nowhere. Hillsong's probably the safest church there is. But there's really nowhere for celebrities like to hide. And so every time I do a video and I make a connection, even if it's like a crazy song with like a bunch of cuss words or whatever. I'll try to find truth in it, it with the hope that like maybe they'll see this and like be encouraged that their life has meaning or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I think about that a lot. Like a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like this person, that celebrity is doing that. But I'm like, dude, if somebody threw a hundred million dollars, like if that, like I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, I just don't know hard. that lifestyle. Yeah. And I think hard. what you were saying, how like celebrities can't really even go to church. Justin mm -hmm. Bieber is one of the first ones mm -hmm. to almost put, like he has his personal, so his guy is Judah Smith, right? That's mm -hmm. like his go-to mm -hmm. like pastor, but he sort of made that big. And I feel like there's a did. lot of controversy around him as well, like Judah Smith and like that whole following. Yeah. Because like how much is Justin Bieber paying this guy to be I know. his personal yeah. pastor? You think about that too. And like he was like, Judah and Justin were in Justin's profile picture uh, for yeah. like yeah, yeah. ever, yeah, yeah. you know, for a long time. He just changed it to like his clothing company. It's called Drew or House of Drew. But yeah, you you think like, man, this is like, he's pushing it hard, yeah, you know. But I mean, some of the videos I've seen of Justin like singing worship at Coachella, I'm like, dude, this guy is going through a spiritual awakening. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like bawling and I'm like, Coachella is like... We all know how Coachella is. Well, yeah. You know, so for him to like sing a worship song there, it was like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, since you you are so influenced by hip hop, what mm -hmm. what you think of um, the thing Kanye has been doing lately is the mm. Sunday service. Yeah. That's what he calls it. But yeah. to my knowledge, he's just singing his songs, right? <laughs> yeah. He's doing like remixes of his songs. Yeah. But You're is right. there anything in regards to like, is there actual, like, if, is it a Sunday service or any sort of worshiping going on? But I he's think just doing. His songs, like remixes, though, yeah. live, right? I did a video about it. It's on my Instagram and on my YouTube. Because they did it at Coachella. It right? did it at Coachella. They made this, like, mound. On Easter Sunday. Dude, it was crazy. Easter Sunday, they yeah. made this, like, giant hill. And I got some flack for that video because I'm a big Kanye fan. And so what I said was, you know, one of the things I was hinting at is he's really smart. He's always done spiritual tones mm -hmm. in his music because he gets people talking. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
if you think about uh, Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is like giving his most famous sermon on top of a hill. And then, you know, Kanye kind of does the same exact thing with this like big giant mountain in the middle of mm. Coachella. Um, so there's a lot of connections there, but I think it goes back to what I said with like, they don't really have a church to go to. Yeah. And so they kind of made their own with their closest friends, mm. invite only. Um, and they have a choir that comes out too, but all the Sunday services are all invite only. Um, oh, he's wow. smarter yeah. than people give him credit for. He's, dude, he's a genius, man. No. He's just crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that too. But I was he's like, most genius. geniuses are. Yeah, yeah. what totally. we've heard of totally. and seen. Um, you said you got a little flack for that, though. I mean, you kind of, I feel like not much is off limits for you. If no. it's something that's going to, you think mm-hmm. should be talked about, you talk about mm-hmm. it, which I do appreciate mm-hmm. because that means you're not just um, filtering your content. Yep. If it's content, it's content. Yep. Um, what's, uh, what would you, how do you deal with any criticism that comes up there? Well, I learned from like you guys actually never to talk about stuff that's not passionate to me. And that's why I appreciate about your y'all's podcast is it's like you only talk about stuff that you guys love, like yeah. stuff you guys are into. And that's what makes your podcast interesting. And for me, you won't ever really see me talk about stuff that I'm not like really into. Uh, so, but it's typically the church that comes after me. Oh, okay. Yeah, religious people come after that me. That was my next question. Like yeah. what kind of... So me growing up in a church, I know there's a lot of traditions. And um, I remember one time mm-hmm. I was on stage in my church because I grew up doing music. And I was wearing a backwards hat while I was on stage. Uh-oh. Like, it <laughs> just goes, uh-oh. You know what You're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember. I remember. It was after. I'm pumped because I just got off stage. And I'm like 14. I'm like, oh, I just played oh, yeah. guitar in front of these people. Yeah. So cool. And then I remember walking off stage and I'm going through the hallway and this old man in the suit pulls me aside. Oh, no. And tells me to take my hat off. And like, because we were getting ready for the next service and told me I can't wear my hat up on stage. Gosh. That's disrespectful to the Lord. I think it's more disrespectful to go on stage with like bedhead. Yeah. 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 But you look like a slob up there. (laughs) Yeah. But But for me, it's like my outfit and I was just like, dang. And I remember, like, I couldn't even focus the next time I was on stage. Yeah, because you're thinking about that. A second ago. Yeah. I, I, I was 14, wasn't aware. But it brings up, I feel like there's the church, and then there is, you know, celebrities and media, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of times, a lot of churches and religions just view as bad. Mm-hmm. And here you are in this gray area connecting oh, the yeah. two. So you're going to get backlash. Yeah, I get it. And how I deal with it is I just... I immediately think Jesus did this. I mean, Jesus had the same thing happen to him. And so the more like haters and the more people I get, like more backlash I get, the more it like drives me to like, I'm going in the right direction. Um, True. But there's definitely times where like, I filter everything through my wife because she's like a really, really soft, like kind hearted person. And so um, she keeps me from like, like tones in my voice that may be a little too negative or something I might've said that could be taken wrong. She'll help me with that. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think, I definitely think it's just the language people speak, like people speak that language. But so one of my consultants, um, shout out to Dave Berkey. He's a really good content creator as well. And I consult with him creatively and he lives in New Jersey and I hope he'd be fine with me telling you guys this, but <laughs> he had people leave his church recently, uh, because he had always believed that we need to be a big, the church needed to have a bigger presence creatively online. And so he saw me and he was like, oh, stoked. And he, you know, we DM me, we talked, he became one of my consultants um, or people I'm consulting. And so 
he started doing video, like mm -hmm. videos similar to mine, talking about stuff that he's passionate about. Um, but yeah, people left his church. They were like, we don't want you preaching to a camera. We want you preaching to us on Sundays. And he's still doing both, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, so there's definitely some backlash and people, the, the approach of the church right now is like the internet is the devil yeah. and we need to stay away from it. But it's like, if our, if Christianity is like job and their thing is to evangelize people, like I think it's deeper than that. But if that's like the main thing we're meant to do, the internet just made that way easier. For yeah, us. that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. Why do you think people are so against um, change, regardless of if it's beneficial or not, in think, regards to tradition that's been around for years? I think there's money in doing what you're... There's money in... Uh, because something has made you money, and money is important to like everyone, people are afraid of change because they think it's going to affect my pocketbook. Okay. And so the church, dude, the church... I love the church. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a part of the church, but the you know the institution of the American church is a multi-billion-dollar industry, yeah. and so when anything changes in church culture, it's like how is this going to affect our our you know money? Yeah, you know, just to keep it completely frank, like yeah. when we like ditched the hymnals and brought out electric guitars, people were freaking out. Well, yeah, because that obviously has not mm -hmm. been the thing since day one no. to be able to have that kind of music nope. influence. But the richest people in the church were like, I'm out, because they were the older ones who liked the hymnals, and there was a panic. Like, who is going to you know, pay the pastor? Who's going to like take care of the AC in this place? And so yeah. it's whenever change happens, and, but that's with anyone. It's not just the church. That's oh, with yeah. like major businesses. Um, a new app comes out. Everyone freaks out. It's like, do I need to get on this app? So... I think the reason why change scares us is because we're scared of our livelihood being taken away. Yeah, I think a lot of times people, whether it's a Christian church, whatever, any type of religion, um, like if they have like a building, someone mm -hmm. has to pay for that building. Yeah. So they're essentially all businesses at the end of the day. Like they still all have like employees that they yeah. have to pay. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people don't view it like that, nope. especially from the outside. Totally, man. Um, back so on the... Um, the the haters, if you will. Yeah. Um, do you respond to these? Oh, I respond DMs? to everyone. Okay. Yeah, I respond to everyone. Typically, dude, it's weird. Sometimes they don't really want to answer a question. They just want to state their opinion. Uh huh. And so most of the time, I'm like, most of the time, I'm really good at doing this. I'll find something that they said that I agree with, and I'll say, oh yeah, I totally agree with. Yeah. Yada yada yada. That yeah. they said. And just totally positive, and they usually don't reply back. Because yeah, like, ah, they wanted to start. Half I turn the, time, the other cheek. Yeah, they want to start an argument. They do. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't give them that opportunity, yeah. they're like, oh, dang it, I'll Trolls. find someone else. And they, they want to get, get that screenshot of you saying something negative. Yeah. Boom. Totally. Well, something I always think about, and one day I know we will. I know we'll get them on the show. But when Derek Carr got drafted, oh yeah, you guys will get him. Um, <laughs> For real, yeah. He was talking about, I think the consistent question um, he'd always get is, you know, what's the best advice your older brother gave you going into this mm. since he had been there before? And I hear it all the time, and it was, um, as you're doing this, what you love or your mm -hmm. career, mm -hmm. you're going to get people that praise the heck out of you, mm -hmm. but you're also going to get people that insult the heck yeah, out of you. that's true. And you can't listen to either. That's true. And I, so yeah. to me, in your position, or mm -hmm. if, you know, maybe this episode even will provide mm -hmm. negative backlash for us. Mm-hmm. Just as much as good, positive content mm -hmm. we've gotten and feedback we've gotten, we can't really play yep. into that too much. We can't play into any negativity. Yep. Do you find yourself weighing both responses the same rather than letting the good stuff outweigh the other? Oh, man, that's a good question. 
I I think it's human nature to uh, let the negativity weigh more mm-hmm. um, because I get a lot of like, oh, you're doing great. Like, this is awesome. Like, I love your stuff. I get a lot of people sharing it on their stories and stuff like that. And But the loudest ones are the negative ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's just, uh, excuse me, I think that's just human nature just to think that. But um, I have to always go back to like, you know, this negativity means I'm doing something right. Everyone who's ever changed the game in any arena got negative feedback, whether it was uh, the Apple guy, uh, Steve Jobs, or, you know, a really, really good athlete. Because when people, people just want to see other people fail. Yeah. Because it makes them feel better. And it gives them an excuse not to try. Yeah. So when they see someone failing, like, like this is a weird example just came to mind. But when Kobe, you know, allegedly did whatever he did mm-hmm. with those women, um, pe- the news jumped on that. Because, like, allegedly he did something crazy. He's going to fail. And he was at the top of his game at that time. And people uh, out there, they just want to see people fall. You know, I've watched uh, 73 Questions with Vogue. You ever oh, watch that? Dude, those videos are great. I love watching those, dude. They're a big inspiration. You should watch them. Um, I, you dude, could tell I had it because I had that look in my eyes. Like, oh, I wish I knew YouTube, what they were talking about. You type in about. like 73 oh, yeah. questions. <laughs> they've done them with so many celebrities yeah. and they just answer 73 random questions. It's But it's really cool how it's filmed. They like walk you through like yeah. an office or their house. And yeah. it's, it's really You got to cool. watch the Michael B. Jordan one. Okay. That one's really good. And then Kim Kardashian's is really good. But I was watching Taylor's last night, Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. Oh, I've seen hers, yeah. And they asked her... What uh, you remember when they asked her, "What would you go back and tell your 19 year old self?" Oh, yeah, yeah. And she said, "I would tell her that she's gonna date, just like any 20 something dates, um, but she's gonna be like nationally slut shamed." Oh yeah, yeah. And it's true. People love to slut shame Taylor Swift, but how yeah. is she? How does she have a different dating? past than most of us exactly. no it's totally true she's dated the same amount as most of us yeah you know but she's done it in the public eye so it's just different i never even considered it that yeah. way so but she's still so like positive she still comes out with amazing stuff she writes all of her stuff like on her phone which is yeah i've watched it's crazy she'll like go in corners like if a melody comes in her head she'll like go in a quarter and like voice record into her phone and then come back to it later so she remembers it and then 143 million views later it's yeah. a hit so She's an, a big inspiration too. Dang it, it happened. What? You forgot I had something <laughs> I was going to say. I haven't done this in a while. That just means our combo is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I like that. That's yeah, a good yeah. perspective. Um, we were talking before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of your videos, for anyone that hasn't watched any yet, I don't know if you just aren't on Instagram because mm-hmm. in my eyes, he's all over. <laughs> no. um, the. Like let's use the Walmart example. There's mm. certain stuff. Your content's different because it's you're just. It seems like someone's just following you around in your everyday life, yeah, yeah. and it just catches you at the random moments yeah. when you want to talk to the camera. The one that comes to mind is like if your phone is on the shelf or your camera's mm-hmm. on the shelf in Walmart, mm-hmm. and you walk by like, oh, didn't see you there, and you walk up and talk to it. Yeah. How do you find these moments, this behind the scenes kind of dive in to record yourself in a public place like that yeah. without it being weird for so there's there's definitely levels to it when you're with people um there is no amount of like selfie that is awkward yeah you know because you're just with a group of people yeah but i'm always i always film myself and so what i usually do is in walmart i take my gopro because the gopro is really small and it can like fit in my pocket 
Um, and the audio is not that bad. And so I'll just put it on a shelf and I'll make sure no one's in the aisle. Yeah. Because I don't want to like, I don't want to draw attention to myself and I don't want to like make other people feel awkward. And plus when there's people near me and I'm talking to a camera it, it's hard for me to focus. Yeah. Um, because it's like, I wonder what they're thinking about me. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm just not like, you can't help confident. it. Yeah. yeah I'm just no, not that yeah. confident yet. Um, but I think like with the more followers I get and the more engagement I have, the more confident I am just to like hold my camera in my face and walk down the road and just talk. Um, so yeah, it, it's difficult, but typically in public, I only really try to vlog or talk to the camera with like a really small camera or my phone. Mm. Mm-hmm. How many, like, cause we talked about this earlier too. How many like retakes or like do overs do you think? you Oh have to dude, do? it depends on the content. Yeah. If like, for example, I did a video about, um, like the pros and cons of living together. Like mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, good or bad or, I didn't really state my opinion on it. I just like, I gave my view of it, like before I um, got married to my wife, Lokalani. And that was just a one take type of thing. Cause I just, it was an analogy about sports that I thought was cool. And so I just threw it out there. But like my Kanye videos or my uh, Taylor Swift videos, it typically I sit there. (laughs) This is kind of (laughs) funny. The camera's going. And sometimes I do like a green screen type thing. Um, or I might be out in public at the skate park or whatever, but I sit there and I'll start the conversation. And one of the things I do that if I like lose my train of thought, I'll just stop the recording right there, mm-hmm. move to a different spot and then record the next part of the conversation. So it, there's pros and cons of that too. Like I can, uh, keep people's attention. It's like, Oh, I was talking right here in the grocery store and now I'm talking at the skate park and it just seems to be happening so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are fun and it helps me like say my bullet point, go to a new spot, say another bullet point. Uh, but when I'm in the studio filming, like in front of the green screen, I'll like be talking like so passionately, like moving my hands and I'll like forget what I'm going to say, but I'll keep my hands in the same place oh. um, so that it's not so much like it moves from here to like here or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I'm moving around too much. So for editing purposes, yeah. right? So I'll like be talking about like waffles or whatever, <laughs> like waffles are really good. <laughs> what was I going to say? That'd be so yeah. funny. <laughs> To see that that blooper reel, yeah. like that would I gotta, be hilarious. I gotta post one. I'm like too insecure right now, but I'm gonna do it one day. Well, I mean, with um, as you feel yourself gaining more yeah. um, traction, like you said, as that's happening, you're gaining a little bit more confidence. Yeah, totally. With that though, obviously, you don't ever want to be that person that's overly confident. Yeah. And so I'm starting to see, and you post it too, like the different people that are sharing the comments that mm-hmm. you're getting. Um, what are some tips, or what is something that works for you to kind of keep yourself grounded, humble, and not really get too yeah. full of yourself, really. And like, wow, I'm doing some cool stuff. Like, yeah. I'm hitting it right now. Like, people love me. I'm great. I, I do struggle with that because you you feel like what you're making is like your uh, creative intellectual property, which yeah. it is. And so I'll see a lot of guys do exactly what I do. And on a bad day, I'd be like, oh, they totally stole that from me. Um, on a good day, I'm like, on a good day, I'm like, dude, like you, I love it, but you need to do you. You know, yeah. like you need to do what makes you, you. Um, otherwise it's just going to seem like you're faking it. And then on a really good day, I'm like really flattered, you know, but I think some <laughs> of the times it, uh, some of the, the main thing that keeps me grounded is knowing that what I'm doing is like bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my goal isn't to be the best at what I'm doing. It's, uh, to inspire other people to do similar stuff. Um, like if I could look back in five years and see podcasts and videos and like music and stuff out there of people really sharing 
um, like truth in a passionate way. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be a, like a deep Bible study. It doesn't have to be like, you know, some theological thing, but if it was just like people just sharing truth in a really passionate way through something that they love to do, that's that, that's like the goal. And so most days I'm like, I see a guy pop up and he's doing something better than me. Or I may think like, oh, I'm like, I'm crushing it. Like I'm better than that guy. Um, I just like have to remind myself like, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it so more people can keep doing yeah. stuff like this. So yeah, I think everyone's susceptible to that. Definitely me. It's hard. Like the comparison game. Oh, real. dude. Whether it's us and our podcast, like you can't you have help a competitive nature as a human. Look. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. So totally. like, where can I improve on? Or it's like, oh, I'm doing this better. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard yeah, to man. ignore that. Yeah. Um, you brought up your kids earlier. What do what do they think? Do they do you think oh. they know like what's going on? Or like they do. when they see like the video of dad? <laughs> yeah. So the, the content that like uh, performs the best on my page is like family stuff. Okay. So when I'm with my family and my oldest, he's before he'll be four um, this summer, and he always says, Is that daddy's video? <laughs> and he, they love they watch all my videos yeah they watch like every single video it's so weird so we'll go to a park or we'll go to somewhere that we've filmed before uh-huh. whether it's a beach in hawaii or like uh, a certain park or a zoo or whatever and he'll start humming whatever song i used in that video oh that's my God. it's a trip dude i was like how did you remember that um but You're like i don't even remember that i had yeah. to look that up i was yeah. like what song is that <laughs> My wife, my last time we went, my wife was like, yeah, that's the song from the video we filmed here. I was like, no way. So, yeah, they love, they obviously love to watch it more when they're in it. Yeah. Um, well, kids on YouTube, so I told her mom oh, this man. story, I think a couple weeks ago, but my daughter, she, my three-year-old, she watches YouTube, oh, like yeah. every other kid. Bro, did she watch Pink Fong? I couldn't tell you. It's bad, <laughs> it's bad that I can't tell Pink you. Pink Fong is like the, like... That channel is oh, ridiculous. Yes, I know what you're talking about. The I don't fox. think she does not, but yeah. she does a lot of like the toys. Like, oh yeah, the opening and stuff. There's, or like the kid playing with her family and they're all acting like yeah. princesses, whatever. <laughs> but one day she was playing with her toys okay. and like she has this crazy imagination. And as she's playing with them, she said, don't forget to like thumbs up and like below. And it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That is awesome. It's like, it's You're awesome. A little content creator. I know. But at the same time, it's like, like the part of me, like I feel yeah. like the old man in me is like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. It, <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> but For like, me, yeah, that's so weird. Cause like we, the only, I had to get like a YouTube premium to get rid of the ads. Yeah. Cause some of the ads, it'll be like. My kids just watch dinosaur stuff on okay. YouTube, so it's like pink fong dinosaurs or whatever. And some of it we're like kind of moving away from because like it'll be like dinosaurs falling in love, and I'm like my four year old doesn't really need yeah. to know what that type of love is unless it's me and my me and his mom kissing or something. Yeah, yeah. So we've kind of just like taken a a hard stop on it recently. But some of the ads are like, what does GQ have to do with right pink fong dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. Yeah. Like why is a GQ commercial with this guy with his shirt off? So we had to get that stuff doesn't make sense premium. because sometimes some of the ads you see you're like, oh, hey, how did they know that I like yeah. that? And the other times you're like, what's your game plan here? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like sometimes you'll see it like, wow, that makes complete sense, but I'm also creeped out. But yeah. then this one you bring up, it's like, what's your marketing yeah, plan? Yeah, like who who's, you, who's getting paid to plan <laughs> yeah, this one here? Paid, like yeah. if so, let's let's reevaluate yeah, their position. So weird. That whole process is so scary. I swear to you, it is. I was thinking about buying Sono speakers. I'm like that'd be so sick to have in my house. Like. Yeah. To have it in this room, like play. And I swear, within never five said it minutes, or no, it up. no. And it was the scary. <laughs> yeah. So I went over to a friend's house who had Sono speakers. I'm like, 
okay, if I had these, where would I put them? Yada yada. And then I'm going through Instagram stories and a yeah. Sonos speaker story. You never vocalized up. it? No. Okay. And it, it, I, so it has to just be chance. I get it. Yeah. But it's well, still scary. It probably works by IP address. Like if he bought his Sonos speakers online yeah. and your phone was in his house, it, it probably wow, did it through IP. Think about yeah. Because that. yeah. I mean, that's if, happened to me too. If I'm on his Wi Fi or something. Mm hmm. That's happened to me with like when we were, when we were in Hawaii living there a ton of like Hawaiian uh stuff would pop up like oh. long longboard like beer and stuff yeah. would pop up on my feet and stuff like that but I mean we turn on the microphone when we sign into apps they ask you yeah you know like do you want the microphone when you download one um mm -hmm. it adds one of the first things they ask you those things are always running yeah yeah they're totally listening to it kills your battery time. life too <laughs> yeah um. <laughs> Before we sum it up, I also, I mean, you're so big on Instagram and just social media in general. We haven't given out your tags at all yeah. yet, I don't think. So just sh I would just share your uh, IG one, your YouTube one, mm -hmm. um, and I think that would be the two main ones, yeah. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex Neon <laughs> Wilson on Instagram, and then Apposite. If you just type in the word Apposite, it's like opposite, but with an A in front of it. Um a for Alex, kind of, but the word apposite actually means like relevant, which is the type of content that I try to make. So, okay. yeah. And apposite's on YouTube? Yeah, apposite's okay. on YouTube, okay. but Instagram's where it's at. That's where the fun videos are. That's what I, well, I was going to actually ask for you to explain what apposite was, but you killed that one yeah. for you, for yeah. us on our own. Yeah, man. Lastly, I'm just curious, do you, mentally, do you have a target audience? Or is anyone that has a set of eyes and a functional Ooh. brain with ears, that's their fair game? My target audience would be, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to be completely frank right now. I have a, uh, I have a friend in, I went to college with. His name is uh, Trent Hinkle. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Trent Hinkle. And uh, we were just really good friends. Yeah. We bonded over music and stuff like that. Um, and he, he came out um, as you know, homosexual. Mm -hmm. And he thought that I wouldn't want to like, hang out with him anymore. And I was like crushed by that. And I think the church hasn't done a good job of like having those conversations. Yeah. And without going into that conversation, I was like crushed. And I remember just telling him, like, dude, like, I'm never gonna like change the way I feel about you. Like, you're my boy. Um, and so he doesn't go to church. Yeah. He, you know, doesn't read the Bible. Uh, but he loves like culture. You know, he just got like a bunch of new fear of God, a bunch of new like, uh, off-white stuff. He yeah. listens to a bunch of rap. He gives me, like, my music. Like, hey, you need to be listening to this. And so I would say, like, Trent is my target audience. Um, someone who loves culture but doesn't understand, didn't grow up with the truths that I've, like, learned to love mm. in scripture. Um, so, yeah, probably Trent. I make I make my content for Trent. Anyone And anyone who's like Trent um, will like it, too. I love that. That was a yeah. dope That's answer, good, dude. Yeah. We can't continue. I thought, like, oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like twenty to thirty year olds. Yeah, <laughs> some really ambiguous approach. Generation no. Z. Yeah. That's perfect, dude. Yeah, great combo. Thanks, Alex, for yeah. coming on, man. This I appreciate fun. it. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm, the whole conversation. Dude, I'm so honored to be here. This is fun. Yeah. So, uh, and you guys listening, thank you. Uh, don't forget to leave any reviews. Um, also, like Alex, if you want to DM us or have any questions or let us know anything, like. We respond, I think, pretty quickly, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I'd say it's a pretty good turnaround. You usually, guys do. Mm -hmm. Usually within like 24 hours. So Cool. Reach out to us if you'd like. Um, thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next week. We love you. Just be nice to people. Peace.